My earliest memory of Motorhead is at the CNE, the Canadian National Exhibition, which is pretty much an amusement park. It's still there. It's filled with roller coasters, games, petting zoos, a bandstand, cotton candy, you know, your, your typical fair. I want to say I was nine or ten years old because at this point I could read and I was starting to get into popular music. And what the memory is, is of a guy with long hair, mustache, sunglasses, jeans, t-shirt, a jean vest, and a baseball hat with the Motorhead insignia on it. What I remember was the Motorhead logo being in black and white, and the guy wearing it looked like a criminal. Basically the kind of guy your mom tells you to stay away from. As a kid, he kind of scared me, and I always associated this kind of guy with that band. Now, in retrospect, he couldn't have been that dangerous because we were in front of the fishing game. You know, that game where you lob your fishing pole into the water and it hooks onto a turtle or something and you win a prize. Everyone's a winner. But what made a big impression on me was I knew Motorhead was a rock band by this time. I'd never heard them. But the idea of a band opting to strictly use only black and white in their logo and design was scary to me. Of course, I couldn't articulate it at the time, but the impression was definitely made. This was the 80s, after all, when glam and glitz were king, and being a kid, I was naturally attracted to colorful things. Even Iron Maiden and Judas Priest and Motley Crue were utilizing a lot of colors in their album covers. Just look at Number of the Beast, or Screaming for Vengeance, Theater of Pain, or Twisted Sisters Stay Hungry. And here was this band that didn't seem to care for any of it. That is my earliest memory of Motorhead. And of course, you grow up, and I eventually found out I liked bands with black and white logos that were dangerous. Maybe that was the impression that sowed the seed. Who knows? But you eventually figure it all out. You figure out the concept of what is cool and the hierarchy that goes along with it, jigsawing the various bands and the various characters involved, And no matter who your favorite band is, no matter who your favorite musician is, because, I mean, my my favorite bands are Kiss and Metallica. I can't lie, but it doesn't matter. Motorhead always ends up at the top of everyone's pyramid. Motorhead is the coolest band in music, and its leader, his eminence Lemmy Kilmeister, is the coolest rock and roller on the planet Earth, which makes him kind of the real king of of rock and roll. I mean, I'm not saying anything that anyone with even a remote interest in hard rock and heavy metal don't know already. This is almost a fact at this point. But I think a lot of the recent plaudits, tributes, and testimonials on Lemmy the Man and Motorhead the Band is because people are finally starting to recognize Motorhead as the genuine article and are now bending over backwards to make amends for the almost 40-year snub. Even me, the first time I heard Motorhead at 11 or 12 when I was in grade 6 or grade 7, I didn't get it right away. It was a marked leap, a little too advanced for a kid wide-eyed over Rat and Van Halen. It would take a little more music listening and living life to get songs like Iron Fist and Chase is Better Than the Catch. I mean, when I first heard Ace of Spades, I thought it was about a deck of cards and all the games you could play with it. I didn't know shit. Besides, the guitars were too brash, and the singer was too harsh. And as a kid, attracted to all things hard and heavy, I soon discovered heavy metal, 
then punk rock, et cetera, et cetera. And things started to ramp up from there. But through everything, no matter what the heavy band of the week, Motorhead was always just there, really. Never stopping, never softening, never really in the foreground either, almost omnipotent. And it didn't matter if it was a punk rock band like the Cro-Mags or a heavy band like Metallica. Everyone yielded to Motorhead. The world of heavy music sure has changed since I first got into it. It used to be thought of as not so much outsider music than simply music for losers. You can't imagine how often I was laughed at for liking it in school. And now, in 2014, it's become fashionable to like it, with extreme bands being poached by trendy hipsters who feign discriminating taste while they conveniently overlook the bands that built its foundation. Wherever Motorhead stand on this transitory scale of hipness matters little, and so does their musical categorization. Call them whatever you want, but past the volume, Old English lettering, and snaggletooth imagery, they're just a Good old rock and roll band, something I think their own fans sometimes forget, despite Lemmy's constant reminding at every show. We first played with Motorhead in June of 2002 in Dublin, Ireland for the Extreme Fest, which also featured No Means No, Raging Speedhorn, and Dukes of Nothing. Flying back home, we managed to run into drummer Mickey D., And he was very gracious with us. I remember it being one of the first times we ran into someone from a band we really admired, chatting with them on a peer level about the gig we both had done the night before. In 2003, we played the Barfly in London, England, and it was a packed gig that night. Good show. But only after did we find out that Lemmy had watched the whole thing from the back of the club. JC and I ended up hanging with him till the wee early morning hours. And since then, Lemmy and Motorhead have been very kind to our band. They've taken us out on tour. I've gotten to go on stage and sing with them. And Lemmy's been in our music videos and our book. I'm sure he can see, as a lot of people can, our band very much mirrors his in many ways. From the strong MC5 influence to the black onstage garb, to both our bands being trios. Whenever someone has bothered to criticize our band for one reason or another, I've always leaned on Motorhead for the answer. What would Motorhead do? Or what did Motorhead do? Being accepted by Motorhead makes all the hard work and nonsense worth it. It's like a force field or a cloak of resistance, bestowing us with enough self-assurance to keep trudging forward. And by his side for the last 30 years, has been guitarist Phil Campbell. Joining the band in 1984, Campbell didn't make his debut on Wax until the now-legendary album Orgasmatron. That is one hell of a way to make a debut. Since then, he's remained beside Lemmy throughout all member changes. And like clockwork, churning out a record almost every two years, Motorhead have stayed on course, never once sullying their legacy due largely to Campbell's consistent guitar work. Last month, we climbed aboard the maiden voyage of Motorhead's motorboat cruise, a distinct honor and something we blindly accepted. Not knowing what we were in for, I can confidently say that all of us enjoyed the four days out to sea with Anthrax, Testament, Down, High on Fire, Jim Brewer, Zach Wild, and Fireball Ministry. 
everyone was in good spirits and really there for one thing, to watch Motorhead play. I caught up with Phil Campbell on the third day of the cruise to shoot the shit, catch up, and record it all for posterity. Phil Campbell is quite a character, always jovial and ready for fun at every turn, as you'll hear. He's been so nice to us over the years and very welcoming into the Motorhead fold. Being that this was his cruise, he still made time for me in the podcast, so thank you very much, Phil. Thanks to Victor Marin for helping to coordinate this and the rest of the Motorhead crew. Also, thanks to Matias Stadi, our tour manager, who has appeared on other podcasts before. Tad Doyle, the Duff McKagan episode. So here Victor and Matias are also present in the room, adding to the conversation from time to time. I want to thank Blue Mike Microphones for the Yeti mics and Skull Candy Headphones for the Aviator Headphones. Thank you to everybody who has left a rating or a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. I appreciate, I really do appreciate this. So thanks for listening. I edit this and I record this at my place. And when I do it, I'm, I'm not really thinking anyone's going to hear it. So I'm pleasantly surprised when someone tells me, you know, they've heard a certain episode or, or they listen to the podcast regularly. So without further ado, here is Phil Campbell and I, somewhere out to sea between Florida and Mexico, on the official Danko Jones podcast. And it starts now. The Danko Jones podcast is the best around. They play the kid as Danko's go out to for free. I'm so glad I like to sometimes. Give me in from fucked up. Stop playing. Hang down. Down. You're about to listen to the greatest podcast on the net. It's the official Danko Jones podcast. Get ready for your host, Danko Jones. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. All right, we're here on the motorboat with Phil Campbell from Motorhead. Hey, folks. Usually I'm uh, opening for you guys, but now I'm like, I, I don't want it to be an interview because we're just hanging out. That's what the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. is all about. That's what we do now. But uh, so, I, I, but it's going to seem like an interview because this is, we're doing this, we've structured this time and put aside this time to talk. But how's the motorboat been? It's been remarkably uh, a lot of fun. We knew it was going to be good because, uh, you know, all of all the cool bands and all of we're all mates. We're all mates. I think ninety percent of each of the people here yeah. know each other, you know. And uh, be looking forward to it. And it hasn't disappointed, has it? You know, had a good good blast. Yeah. Thanks for having I enjoy, us. Yeah, I enjoyed fucking interrupting your breakfast yesterday. Me and Victor like. Well, that's what we do as well. Like. Busting my balls as usual, yeah. and even getting here, I was—I knew I was going to be ten minutes late, and I—I I told uh, Stadi, I was like, he's going to three, give me three the, days. I waited in his cabin yeah, he's for given, this. He's, he's been busting my balls for the whole time the boat about. Imagine now I'm going to be ten minutes late. The ball busting that I'm. I came have on to. on Monday. I only got out of my cabin forty-five minutes ago. I've been waiting for you since Monday. But, uh, I didn't mean to show. hit you up the first, the first two minutes I saw you to do the podcast. Huh? But I did. I couldn't help it, man. No, I know. You're gonna be. You're I'm irresistible, like, and I. You're, yeah. yeah, you're the most in-demand person here. You guys are. It's more. All right. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Don't take the piss now. Don't <laughs> <laughs> go too over the top. But uh, you're so, pretty in-demand yourself, man. Well, I, I I will not be able to watch you guys for the whole time because whoever did the scheduling scheduled us right before you guys. We did it on purpose because we don't yeah. want you to come and sing with us That's again. That's you. Yeah. yeah. Is someone singing Kill by Death? Huh? Is someone 
going up and singing? Yeah, we get any road sweeper from the crowd. Oh, anyone, really? Yeah, anyone will set sound better than you did last time. So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, last time I did Kill by Death, um, I, I got a sign and it just said cock. But Dan Halen misspelled cock and it just said cook. So they wanna, yeah, 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 you put a you put a cock sign on. Should have been concentrating on the crowd, not looking at Dan Halen. You know, <laughs> maybe you would have gone down. Maybe you would have got an applause or two at the end. You know, well, I, you're always welcome, Dan. You know that. Yeah, thanks, Phil. But the, what, I'm just fucking with you. you I know, I know. As much you fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. No, you are now. She's fucking my sleeping tech. What do you mean you don't fuck with me? I've been three days waiting for you here. This fucking cabin. I saw you. I saw you. Uh, that was my brother. <laughs> My decoy. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. So Are we going to try and watch you? Though? What time are you playing tonight? No, we're playing an hour before you guys. It's not going to work. And, and last time we... Well, two Dario's days ago, on at nine, is he? Dario and Zach are on at nine as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? We're up against yeah. Zach Wilde? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well... It's all right, man. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. And you had something to do with I this. I got some cardboard cutouts I can put in your crowd if you want to make a crowd bigger. <laughs> I got can you put a cardboard cutout of me when you do Kill by Death tonight? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> can you put Have a cardboard cutout of take me? Take a picture now. Do... I'm sure we could do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> We've probably got one or two already. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it, it's great every time I've done Kill by Death. I think I've done it like 15 times. Or, Is that, or that many? Yeah, it, yeah. I was counting and then I lost track for a while and then I I relish the fact that I lost count and I is brag 50, about really how 15? I've lost count is it really 15? I, I would have yeah. thought it was like 5 or 6 or something what do you, you're exaggerating isn't it? no man, no no it's it's like okay it's definitely over a dozen times we I'm, let a reprobate like you sing for us fucking 15 times yes on stage. with the exception uh, yeah. we're slipping guys we're slipping and the last time I did it was in Toronto which was my, my hometown so it's just that was the best what, what? Did that happen? I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, no, it was uh, in 08. 08, oh, 08 and then 09 was... That was yeah, the last yeah. time, was it? Yeah, it happened all... started in 06. You were the one who who asked I me. I normally ask you, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. Hell, Hellfest in 06. And then, um, and then uh, two more times in that summer, and then the last one was in 09. So it was, it was cool. I was wondering if I could do it, but then I saw the schedule. I know scheduling. There's only problem with this. I think. I think guys are the, um, the scheduling. Had to do it. I know there's tons I've missed. There's some good stuff I've seen, but there's tons of shit that I've missed. Yeah. I don't know about you. We can't fit everything else in. Like. No, I mean, you know, someone had to be the sacrificial lamb to go in front of Motorhead on the motorboat, and we did it twice. So that's okay. Yeah. We'll do it. It's cool. It's just the first time two days ago. They announced on the PA while we were playing, in between the songs, Motorhead are about to go on. Did they really? Yes. Uh, so we're playing. It does nothing to do with me, I swear. I, I was like, are you, I bet I'm the first guy you thought of, right? That's Campbell again. Are you can't believe you serious? Phil would go through that trouble. No, nothing to do with me. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I know. But uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, get over to the blue next sapphire. Time, uh, next time, next <laughs> time. Tonight. Huh? Uh, Motred <laughs> in the middle of the song. Motred about to do their shoelaces up. <laughs> but um, after the motorboat, um, you you also have the um, 
all-star band going. Yeah, yeah. So, which is a new thing. How's that going, and how did that start? Uh, well, my, my eldest son, Todd, who's on, he's on a boat now with his girlfriend. Yeah, he, he had his 30th uh, birthday party in Wales a couple of years ago. So we had a, we had a like a house band. We had to organize a big party for him, and then me and his brothers and a singer called Neil Starr. He used to sing with Attack Attack and uh, Oh Dopamine and uh, yeah yeah yeah. He's a brilliant singer, Neil. Yeah. So we rehearsed five songs. So we took the instruments off the house band and did five songs. And it was so good. So um, we've we've been do, doing we've done about two or three tours now and everything. So oh, yeah, wow. Facebook so like a, page and everything. It's like a family thing then. Yeah, yeah, we got a, cr a cracking version of Children of the Grave, a free download on our Facebook page. It's great. Oh, okay, wow, all right. So at the moment, we've just been doing like, we're like a party band. We've been do just doing covers and Motorhead stuff, but we're gonna do some of our own things. We we got a, oh, we got a, yeah, we got a tour lined up now after the Motorhead one. So it's just fun anyway. So playing with your children, with your kids, like. Say I, I was trying to get you back. I sent you in. Yeah, impossible. Too. Look what happened with, with <laughs> Testament. With Chuck was trying to get me. I rode a horse on stage, didn't I? Really? You didn't what know about that? What on this tour? No, no. On the Metal, Metal, Masters. Metal Masters years ago. There's there's us. There's Testament. Us, Heaven and Hell, and um, Judas Priest. Right. So the night before. Uh, I'd only just met Chuck on really got to know him on our tours. So we hung out good, I introduced him to drinking some cider and stuff and fart machines and blah blah blah. <laughs> and he made the great mistake of saying at Irvine Meadows, I think, that tomorrow's the last gig of the tour, Campbell. We're gonna fucking outdo you. We got some fucking stuff lined up for you. I went, Oh Chuck, you wasted your time, man. You're out of your fucking league. So he had a couple of strippers lined up the next gig and I, I I rented a full fucking size horse with wore a dress that Ronnie Deal gave me in a blue wig. And I just rode it on stage right in the middle of their set, in the middle of the fucking with a big moat red laminate like that. It's all on video and pictures, yeah. And and yeah. Uh, did they end up bringing out the strippers? Yeah, we no. time on it. You, no. you, you ask him, yeah, he just he, he bows down. Right. The big man bows down. You <laughs> gave away the newspapers. Huh? You gave away the newspapers also. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because the next day I forgot. I, I said to our manager oh, the night before, oh, Chuck. I said oh, I'll probably get a fucking horse tomorrow, sugar bastard or whatever. <laughs> and I forgot all about it. And the next day at the Shoreline Amphitheatre, our tour manager came. He said, "Right, anyone want anything from the runner?" And I went, "Oh, this this is Pan C, so it's for anyone." I said, "I'll have six six bags of marbles just in case. Just a roll on stage." <laughs> 20, 25 USA Today newspapers and one large horse. I said, okay, you serious now, Phil? You want a you want a horse? Yeah, got a nice large horse would be good. So I thought it ain't gonna happen anyway. But he came back an hour later. We got a horse, Phil. We got a horse. It's 500 bucks for the hour, but we, but we have to <laughs> subdue the horse. The owner's gonna come, but we have to give the horse some some valiums. The Phil owner's cool. That's great. So uh, we. Testament, yeah. I, I told Tiffany. I I told Tiffany knew about it, and I said. So she told Chuck. She said, "Look, after the third song, because we didn't want to shock the horse because of volume, right. even though it was tranquilized, like." 
So she said, <laughs> she told, no, no, seriously. So she, the name of the horse was Amber, by the way. So she told Chuck, she said, look, after the third song, just, just take a minute and just say, we like to thank being on tour with Priest and Evan and blah, blah, blah. And that was our cue, so we went on. I think Mickey, Lemmy, Lemmy was dressed in a turban, wiping up the horse shit, and Mickey had my pantomime Mexican donkey costume on. I'm in a large horse, I'm, I'm, I'm waving, I'm like Caesar, waving in full sunlight, it's brilliant. And then, so we, so that was the Testament gig. Then I, I got changed, I did, did a Mobred thing like that. Then as soon as Mobred finished, I ran on, I distributed in the first 20 rows, one page each for USA Today newspapers. So when Heaven and Hell came on, right, I told him, I said, it's the last, it's the last gig, it's a prank. So when Iomi I came on and, and Ronnie, the first fucking 50 rows of reading newspapers, <laughs> they're looking around like, oh, I'm in the side going, yeah, boys, they ah, you bastard. And Judas Priest wanted to cancel. But I was too t they, they didn't want to fucking play. They didn't know what was going to happen. Did you have something planned for... No, I, no, I, was, I, was, I was spent by then. No, I didn't have enough time. <laughs> they were very worried, though. That was bad. So awesome. beware. So, uh, no, where's I, me? I was just talking about it. But it's, you can see the video on, online and everything. The warm-up. The horse. Motred on horse. There's another story you told me when you, um, Eddie... Uh, first started working with Motorhead. How oh, you I pretended I was hung Holy myself in the toilet. Yeah. Shit, that that story. Lost, yeah, I just yeah. Two managers first day. Let's see if he's gotten. Let's yeah. see if he's worthy enough. So I pretended I hung myself in the bathroom of the two of us. But you 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 let it up to like you were depressed and you were sad. Yeah. You pretended to fight with butcher. You, huh? you, you pretended to get into a fake fight, fight with the crew. Yeah. I said ah, then I disappeared for half an hour. So I. Put a belt around my neck in the toilet. And I expected Eddie to come down within 15 minutes. I'm, I'm there. I'm looking at the toilet door. And it's going all. I nearly did hang myself. It's going all the speed bumps and everything. I go, oh. I was, there for, I was there for 45 minutes just looking and for the door to open so I'd be ready. And, and after like almost an hour, he came and I was going. <laughs> And he just screamed, he screamed, didn't he? But he's still with us now, anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. put him through the test. And how about how about how about Victor? Vic. Uh, I, I, no. to, I don't know. No, I don't know what I've done. To, we have, you can't we believe what I've done to him. Our, our share of pranks. Yeah, yeah. When we did Duff. Yeah, we sting bomb McKagan a lot of times, yeah. Yeah, uh, we actually we did a remote one. Yeah. We, we did a remote one. McKagan scared of my, my sting bomb. With his tech Paul, he was doing some shows with the with the walking papers, and we sent him, hey, this, this sting bomb is for, for Dolph. And I'll say, just as they the sting bomb for, came, they were opening for just as the sting bomb came, Kate Hudson walked in with a singer with Mills, your boyfriend, and all his business people. So they, they thought they that Dolph never lost his breakfast or something. <laughs> they, all walked, yeah, they all walked off straight away. They and lost we, and, then, and then Paul, the, the tech, just sent us a picture of the, of the face Dolph at that moment. Uh, I saw it. They knew it was me. They knew it was oh, Campbell. Fuck, yeah. man. Paul Spencer, right? Yeah, Paul Spencer, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. He came right down the front and everyone like, and it just... <laughs> I, I yeah, feel like I got yeah. off easy then. That's great. Thanks for letting me off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. Nobody, you let off and the like hook. We, 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 I would say that. Don't have the other side of that door yet. <laughs> yeah, you're in my cabin. <laughs> oh, oh shit. shit. I would say that the Camel Comedy Corporation wasn't professional enough on this trip because we forgot the stink bombs. Yeah, so we have been professional was, enough. Yeah, that yeah. was not professional enough for us at all. Yeah. 
I regret yeah. forgetting the stink bombs. We've had them imported, yeah. especially flown in. Yeah, we got to the, Europe. We forgot to bring them from Europe. Wait, wait a minute. What is it? The Campbell Comedy, Comedy Corporation. Corporation. Let me give you. Let me give you our business cards. Yeah. Who is this? Me and Victor. The two of you? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. What? On, on, on the, the, some of the cards, just, I got a quote yeah. from Muhammad Ali, yeah. it's hard to be humble when you're as great as I am. On the cards, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I got one, yeah, I got loads there. I already got one. Yeah. You got one, yeah. You got one, yeah, you got one. So Phil is uh, El Presidente, I'm an El Vice Presidente. Viso, Viso Presidente. So if I call Middle this number... Prices, you know, like birthday parties, everything. Uh, Okay, yeah. so if I call this number, what what do I what can I get? What do you what do you want? Whatever to get? whatever we, we decide. <laughs> so what? Pranks don't call that for the best thing. So it's block your number if you call it. Be a good start. So if I call, I this know number, your number anyway, so you got no chance. <laughs> you you do know my number. You seriously scared, isn't he? <laughs> okay, peers on video. Was, Look, leather say, and lace, when leather. You say no, when you when you say no chance, I remember when we print those T-shirts at the team. Let me stack Crash's car right on the highway, and we did this. Five minutes later, I'm calling him Carlos because he's Carl, no, Carlos. We did, we did this T-shirt with a pair of glasses, to, uh, and in the back, uh, driving school. school, one eight hundred, no chance. Uh, <laughs> How fast turnaround did you guys have that ready? Eight, eight one day took. No, fuck. Yeah. Are you, are you serious? You guys are. Handing yeah, these yeah, out, yeah, and we doing pay tax, everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's real emails and real numbers. Yeah yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for the card. If you want anyone sorted out, call us. Like we we we'll give you a discount on our fee. <laughs> We're the, the boys. To okay, so I should tell people who are listening to this what the cards say. It says Campbell Comedy Corporation. Then there's a clown pointing at you. Yeah. And then it says Lord Axsmith El Presidente yeah. and then Victor El Vice Presidente. Yeah. So I have two cards yeah. to say this. Yeah. All right. Okay. If they, we can't give the numbers out obviously no. on over there, but um, they'll find us if people really need us. We're like the A team. If you need us, like, you'll, you'll find us. So you're George Papard and he's uh, Mr. T or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's the tongue or what's the name of the, the crazy? We could be anything you oh, like. Murdoch. Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> we could be anything you like for a fee. Oh man. So so uh, you mentioned Todd, y your son, who's yeah. in All Star Band, uh, and but I saw him through you when Straight Lines, South by Southwest, and Straight yeah. Lines with his band. Yeah, they're still playing. Yeah. And I genuinely told you after the set that you know they sounded and it wasn't. They were wicked that afternoon, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it's it's a compliment. The Jimmy Eat World. They sounded a lot like Jimmy Eat World and Weezer. That kind of like pop sensibility, but like like a heaviness undertone yeah, yeah. to it. And I, I I love Jimmy Eat World and Weezer. So I mean, I I thought yeah, they, were, they played great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is it still going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they saw straight lines. And my my youngest uh, son Tyler. He's he's a band called the People the Poet. They're doing amazing now. They got the same agent as as. Uh, Adele and, and Mumford and Sons. They oh. just, Todd recorded an album. It took three years to record. Todd recorded his brother's album in his Todd studio. So it took three years to write and record. Right. It's been out for a while now. And then D Dane, my other son, so I, I got three sons. He plays with Straight Lines as well. And, right. And the All Star Band. So I got my three kids and Neil Starr. 
So the All Star Band is myself, all my children, yeah. and Neil Star singing. So it's wicked. So it's great. There's no better buzz in the world, like Neil Star. Is he? What is From he? From Attack Attack. Oh right, the, right, the of British course. One. Right. Yeah, yeah. And those guys. Also, all those guys are all friends. Yeah, yeah. And the, it's the, the hardest thing is, is trying to get everyone together for even a rehearsal because there's so much. They're all doing so much recording and touring with other stuff. It's, you know, trying to get a rehearsal together is bad enough. Right. Never mind the thing. So would Straight Lines go on tour with All Star Band or something? Or? No, no, they, no, they would not. No. And why wasn't All Star Band playing this, the motorboat? Just not enough. No, I was too a bit late. I did put a request in, but I think it was a bit late. But yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, we'll see what happens next time. I think. But there's no better buzz than spreading your legs with ripped jeans, playing Black Sabbath covers with your kids. Yeah. That's amazing. Like you know. And I, I can't Great. remember. But have you guys gone on tour? Like any. Yeah, we we did um, we played we had Chris Jericho. We we did Bloodstock last year. We did um, a full British tour. We did we had five thousand in Silac Festival in France. Wow. Earlier on, a couple of months ago, we did what did we do? We did another British tour. And we got a, a German European tour coming up now. So uh, a real uh, European tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. After the Moat Red thing finishes, right? Starts on the twenty sixth, I think. Oh, so like once we. Get on sh- back on shore. Yeah, we you, come play running. with you guys. If you want us to support you guys, like yeah, 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 we love you, to. What are you gonna get the vice president? Does, does <laughs> that does that come with the Campbell Comedy Corporation? Yeah, yeah, it does. But yeah. you're gonna be on our side, right? Like, there's no. Huh? It, you're on our side, you're, though, you're right? Oh yeah, we're on your side then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah yes. <laughs> we're always on your side, boy. <laughs> Actually, uh, Dove, sorry, Dove tried to get us, uh-huh. but he couldn't. <laughs> we just told him amateur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, try to get back at you guys. That's, uh, we bombed Duff three times amateur. now. He threatens, he, he threatens like big stuff to get back with us after the first stink bombing. He, he, he came up, he, he talked a good talk, like, but he's done nothing, and we've done him twice. We've done it three <laughs> times since. Like that. That's the way we do. That's the way we work. Uh, he said his clothes stank all the way to Seattle. <laughs> Does, uh, it, from does, Germany, it, does the smell stay with you on those stink bombs? Huh? The smell stays with you on those stink bombs? It's like a you skunk? No, no. no, 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 no. Yeah, the fruit, they mixed by me and Victor. We put the fragrances yeah. together, yeah. We go, yeah. To, we go to a perfume company. That's we why do we stink came bombs. to smell to get some, you know, some... Uh, some smells, we, you know, we go some to, ancient Mayan smells. We go to a fragrance, we go to a lab. We don't actually go to the lab, but they send us some... Some tests. Various tests. If we decide, it's not a classic stink bomb. It's a, it's a CCC Corporation stink bomb smell. It's not like nothing on earth. Does the clown have a name? Huh? Does it like Eddie from Iron Maiden or something? Clown. The, the Danko, clown. we call the clown. <laughs> Fuck. That's or Jonesy, dependent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys, you know, this is the motorhead motorboat. The only way I can. There's too, it's the, problem, the only problem is there's too much going on. You miss everything. Yeah. yeah That's the only, only thing, the only thing, you know. Well, I mean, 
we I can speak for all of us. We've had a great time. Yeah, we'd be in. Fantastic thing. We'd be in. Yeah. I, I could have done another three or four days of it. We'd be able to see everyone, then, wouldn't we? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have seen boats that they had like a big lineup. Like not, I'm not saying of like the bands are bigger than no, just like a lot of bands. A lot of bands. Like a lot, yeah. A lot, a lot of bands. But but this one is like the bands that are on it. It's so cool, you know. Like yesterday we watched Fireball Ministry, and that was like insane. They were the they were the dark horse of the the the, the whole boat, and they killed it, crushed yeah. it. I thought it was Ministry. I did. I thought it was Al Jorgensen no. and all that. No, it's this wrong. band from LA that has been yeah. you know, like in there, and nobody really. Yeah, cares about them. They're amazing. And and the, the the big the big thing about them was Scott Reeder from Caius. From Caius playing with them. That yeah. was his first gig with them. Was last night. Oh, yeah. yeah, he that was the first first gig. So they rehearsed a whole bunch of times for this, just for this, and with they the new member. Yeah, they haven't played in years. And so this was like a yeah. real special thing. So I talked to Jim, the singer, and he goes, "Well, when Motorhead asks you to do their cruise." You kind of drop what you're doing and you you do it. That's what he said. And so they got Scott Reeder from from Caius and cool. yeah, it was it was pretty heavy. I thought they really killed it last night. And the metal alliance was pretty cool too. Yeah, with all the covers. All those, all yeah, Portnoy. Portnoy's just here for Metal Allegiance, right? Yeah. He's just hanging out. Yeah. I got to meet him uh, today at the at the. Cool. Um, if you come, if you go, oh, sorry, what no, are you no, no, what were you gonna say? Well, if you can't, if you're on stage, you can't manage to sing "Kill by Death." Like, couldn't you have two mouthpieces, and you could sing a line of your song, and you could go "Kill by Death" and come through the PA for us. <laughs> I'd love to, man. I'll zoom right over there if, if I can. In but. the age of Iron Man, we can, sure we could high tech it up, right? If we could do both, uh, or just like film me now. <laughs> go on, put it up. Yeah, out there, just lounging around. Give him, give him an A flat, bang, <laughs> and then put it on the screen up there when the show's going on. He's such a boy and off. Maybe you should, you should audition him for a corporation one day. Nah, I don't know. Not yet. Nah. nah. No, no. I, I want to be Far on the inside. I don't want to be on the outside. You don't want to be an enemy. <laughs> I don't want to be the enemy. It could, could be worthy, maybe a couple of years down the line. Yeah, you maybe. See. I don't know. You're taking this one well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I keep, I always keep me in mind. He shows mind. potential. Yeah, yeah. you know. Always, he shows, he's, I should not say he's got his, them eyes. They, yeah, they keep me on your side. I, I should not say You want to be on the side, yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to be on the no, other side. No. I mean, I should not say this, but I know, you know, like, I'm sure Phil's agree with me that, I mean, Phil agree with me that all you guys, you know, like you and, and the, the heroes. The other two guys, yeah, they're young, and it's like part of the family, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, Lem and everybody, and Mickey's like, yeah. oh, Phil. We're always happy to see you guys. You know, like, oh, yeah. Danko's gonna be there. Danko's gonna be there. Oh, thank you guys. That's mm -hmm. really. I'm gonna put to a hear. plaque up now. Thank say you. Danko interviewed me. It'd be one of them historic. They won't be able to knock this cabin down ever. Danko <laughs> interviewed you. Not interviewed. Hang out here. Hang out. I should say. We can oh. put you over the. I got a plank put there. We can put you over the plank. Over the, should we lock him up? Oh, should we should have done. See? No. No. Okay, I could put you out there. No. If you lock you, couldn't do your fucking gig, then, could you? I, you know, I'd be crying. I'd, I'd just be crying on the floor. Huh? <laughs> if he did that. These are these are evil. These things. You have got no chance. The phones don't work. If you locked out there, you could miss everything. You could, you could freeze to death, couldn't you? Well, thanks for not doing that. But well, who's uh, on next then? We better. I think I'm going to, well, tell me on now, what's your next bid now? It's quarter to six. What are you doing tonight now? We're going to play. What time are you playing? Why? Ten minutes ago. Why? No, I'm just asking. That's no, all. We're I'm gonna, no, 
You wear a stink bum free, so don't worry. No, no. Yeah, I don't. I, I know you're stink bum free, but you're not locking me out of the door free. No, no, no. You're not fucking. I don't want to spend the next fucking three hours hanging out with you. Yeah, I want to find out. I want to <laughs> see what. I want to see what I'm gonna miss if I hang out with you any longer. Okay, we're on at nine. You guys oh, are on at oh, ten. I can't stand another three hours of this guy. Hint, <laughs> <laughs> No. No, we're good. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Idea, yeah. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Vic. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you can... Thank you. This is awesome. That's it. That's You're great. Scared, huh? I'm scared, and I'm I'm good. I'm done. Beware when you open your cabin door. No, 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 no. No, no your cabin door, though. Not. I'll give you. A... Was that was that what was that phone call? Huh? Was that you? Got had a phone no. call just now. Can't you may want to wear a, can't reveal, you some know, the sort of, secret lines of the cabin. When you open your cabin door, you may want to wear some protective gear. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go in first, and then I'll... I would. i send somebody else in first. Yeah. So I, would, I, would, show I would ask for a change of cabin. <laughs> uh, yeah. you fuckers. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Huh? Not for... What does fish smell like with no air conditioning after <laughs> six hours? <laughs> in the bath. <laughs> All right. Well, You're thanks. welcome. Thanks for this. Thank you. It's always good hanging out with you. You know that. It's always awesome. It's great. So much fun. Yeah.